One of the biggest lessons I learned in personal finance only cost me 44 cents a pound. That's right, I'm talking about bananas. So what do bananas teach you about personal finance? That's what we're talking about in this episode. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. So probably about six months ago, I had it in my head that I wanted to make banana bread. So I started buying a lot of bananas because my family likes to eat bananas. And so I felt like I had to buy more than normal so I could actually make my bread, right? And now this is what I saw about six months ago. Amanda started buying more bananas. (laughs) So I started eating more bananas. I thought, oh, there's a lot of bananas around. I guess I'll have one. And the kids started eating more bananas. So then this created this cycle of, okay, all right, they're eating now like a dozen bananas. I'm going to buy a dozen and a half this week. Oh, next week, all, all dozen and a half are gone. I'll get two dozen. And we just kept eating more. There's more. Oh, the banana. They're starting to get a little spotted. I better eat one. (laughs) And I realized that my goal of making banana bread was getting foiled because as as the amount of bananas I bought went up, consumption just quickly followed after. And this is what I call banana's law. (laughs) Banana consumption increases with a direct relation to the bananas in the house. So if you buy a lot of bananas, you're going to eat a lot of bananas. If you only buy a few, you'll only eat a few. But you always eat the bananas you have. So I had to learn a few tips and tricks to actually get that banana bread made, which took me about six months. We, we made it yesterday. We just made it. <laughs> just made it. It was good. Bananas law actually applies to more than just bananas. Mm-hmm. It applies to money, too. Right, you, you spend the money that you have available to you. Right. It's kind of this like no matter what your income level is, 30,000, 100,000, 200,000, the natural tendency for people is just to spend what they make or a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. I mean, even think about like when it's your birthday, you get maybe some birthday money in the car, in a card in the mail. Well, you don't get to the end of the month and have like 40 bucks left over. No, you spent that money. <laughs> Just gone. Yeah, so whether it's 40 or 400 or 4,000, the money you have will be spent. It's, Just it's bananas like those law. bananas, yeah. Bananas law. It's just as scientific as Newton's law of gravity, isn't Whoa, it? Whoa, wow. <laughs> Thank you very much, honey. Whoa. Nobel Prize, here I come. Maybe it's not as scientific, but I'm willing to bet that you've got the same bananas law affecting your kitchen. And your wallet. Now, one of the ways to counteract Banana's Law in your wallet is to have a plan for that money, right? You're going to spend that money, right? Banana's Law says you will use that money throughout the month. Banana's Law says. It's a law (laughs) of nature. That's how it works, honey. Oh, that's great. Banana's Law states (laughs) you will use what you have. So no matter what, whether you plan it or not. So if we plan it out, we're going to use it better. Exactly. So right now we're going to talk about how to create that plan. So you make sure you get the most out of your bananas and you get the most out of your money. Mm-hmm. So if we, if we're talking about budget here. Yeah. 
All right. But we're going to stick with the theme, with the law that we've discovered. Um, (laughs) In our kitchen. Yes. Over many hours. So we'll be going through the basics of budget creation. Yep. And we're going to do it as bananas for fun first (laughs) and then move into actual money. All right. right. So that one might be a little more helpful. But I think the bananas are going to help, It might get banana bread on your table quicker. (laughs) We've got five steps to walk you through in using your bananas better. I mean, budgeting your money better. (laughs) We're going to do both. Let's go for the bananas. Okay. First step is to identify how many bananas you have. Right. Do you have six bananas, 12 bananas, Mm -hmm. 20 bananas? You got to know what you got. I got a bunch. Ooh. (laughs) All right, let's peel back our plan here before we split at the end of the episode. Oh, that's good. Okay, step two. Think about the month ahead. All right. How do you want to use your bananas? Well, when I wanted to make it, it was back in the fall when banana bread seems really timely. Hmm. A nice warm fall loaf of bread. Sure, now it might be banana splits. <laughs> yeah, right. In the summer months, it's yep. it's something like a banana split. So and then think you about... Ha- and then you've got your regular everyday, banana I'm going to slice yep. a banana on top of my Rice Krispies. And if you've got kids, you got to plan to throw a banana in the backpack for easy mm-hmm. snack. So think about the month ahead, about what you have to do, and about how many bananas you're going to need to accomplish that. Step three is assigning those bananas jobs. <laughs> Each banana gets, I mean, you can even, you can take like a toothpick and write it on the side of the banana. It will turn brown. Yeah. Jonathan came up with all these ideas of like how to track the bananas. And I thought, okay, nobody's doing that ever. You can write on bananas (laughs) like with, with a, it's really cool. It kind of shows up later, put faces on them. But I think the easiest thing here to do would be if you've got bananas, you don't want anybody eating because you've got to, you're saving it for a special dessert or to make banana bread. You just snap off those puppies and put them in a different area. Yes. Yeah, That's yeah. how you can allocate the bananas and give them a specific job. Or you just job. write a post-it note right now. Or you just write splits on a banana. Anyway, <laughs> you give each banana a job. Right. Then... These are the free-for-all bananas, and these are the ones that I've got working on something else. Mm-hmm. Now you're ready for step four, review and tweaking your banana plan. This is where you look over all your bananas and you say, we've separated our bananas out, we've given them jobs, but oh. <laughs> You know what? I'm just feeling an urge for bananas right now. I think I'm going to take one from the banana pudding recipe later, and I'm going to move that over to free for all so I can eat it right now. Right. So you got you're going to adjust. You're going to double check your <laughs> banana categories and tweak your banana amounts. This analogy is is hilarious. awesome. <laughs> all right, and then the step last five. <clears throat> you just double check all your banana math. <laughs> you make sure that, right, you, you you had however many bananas at the beginning. You had 16 bananas. You add up how many bananas you're planning for each job, and then you make sure that you have all 16 bananas accounted for. Right. You don't want to be planning for 20 bananas when you only have 16. You're going you're gonna to be four, missing four bananas, oh, and you don't want to only be using 12 bananas when you have 16. Right. You don't want to waste. Yeah, you're going to have four bananas go to waste, get all gross and... Well, I guess at that point, they're ready they're for your banana ready bread. They're ready for banana bread. <laughs> they never get to that point in our home. Yeah, so you need to double check all your bananas and make sure you're at zero. And that will be more important when we talk about the Blending. actual, <laughs> when we get to the real stuff, the, the money right now. So we're going to yeah. go through these five steps again. Right. But instead of bananas, it might be more useful because we're going to talk about it 
and money. Right. So the bananas, that was just silly and a little bit fun. And I think it really helped okay. pull you, it out. You could really apply the five-step budget creation process to that. And well, it will you help can, you can, reach you your take, banana goals. You can take the banana but process and apply it to money. But yeah. to help you do that, we're just going to do that right now. Yeah. All right. So step one, you got to identify what's the income available. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, going into the month, what do you got? You got your paychecks. You got that birthday money from grandpa. Thanks, grandpa. You've got, uh, you know, you you sold a couple things out of the garage. All right. You're going to pool that up together. And mm-hmm. now you've got your income for the budget that you're going to create. Yep, you know how many you have. So then you move on to step two, which is think of the month ahead. Right. Right. Instead of what banana dishes do you want to eat, you go, how do I want to use my money? I need to pay the rent or the mortgage. I need to pay the internet bill. I'm Oh, right. I, uh, I split my pants eating so many bananas. <laughs> I need a new pair of pants. That's clothing. So there's some expenses that are always going to be the same. Yes. Those are the bananas sliced on your cereal. Mm. The regular predictable expenses. Right. you got to think about the banana bread or the banana split, though. Uh-huh. That might be a, coming out your way. special things in that month. Right. So is it December and Christmas is right around the corner? Or is it July and you've got a big family road trip? Every single month is going to be unique. And it's important to think about all the things coming down the pipeline that specific month because a lot of people get in their head that they got to create just this once and done, end all, be all perfect budget that's going to kind of apply to every single month. It's just not true. Mm-hmm. You create a unique budget for that unique month every month. Now we're ready for step four to review, to kind of do a little bit of tweaks. This is where you have your budget laid out. You've given all that money, their specific jobs. Each dollar has their job. And right. now you kind of look over the whole picture and make, yes, this is how I want it. Or you go, oh, you know, I want a little bit more here. So I'm going to I'm gonna just move a little bit of money from this category and put it over there. Right. Oh, I forgot there was a wedding in the family. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We'll lower over here so that we can... Put in a gift money over there. Yes. And then if you are married, it's always going to have, you got to make sure both people are looking at the budget. So maybe one of you puts it all together and everything. And then you hand, (laughs) and then she hands it over to me. I look over everything, make sure, you know, she, oh, you know, oh, hey, um, I think the shampoo's about to run out. We need some more money in toiletries, that kind of thing. Or to kind of like, uh, they need to, you know, the person who didn't maybe put it together, they need to put their input in there too. And it's important that they kind of purposely tweak and arrange things just a little bit so the person who created it gets their, you know, feathers ruffled a little bit and they get the picture that, you know, this is their budget Together. together. It's not the person who created its perfect budget, you know, I sometimes go there mentally and it's good when Jonathan comes in and is like, nah, that's not going to work here. We're going to tweak here. It's just really good that we're working together and that you get to touch the budget. And there's a system of checks and balances, making sure (laughs) everyone's interests and hobbies are are represented. All right. That brings us to step five, last and certainly not least. This is where you're going to double check that you're at zero, that you've given every dollar of that income a job inside your budget. A lot of people sometimes get excited when it's like, oh, I've got $500 left over. That 500 bucks, sorry to tell you, but if it doesn't have a job in your budget, it's as good as gone out the window. Mm-hmm. So this is, right. remember, the same as the bananas. You want to make sure you're not planning to use more bananas than you actually have, and you also want to make sure you are using all the bananas that you do have or else they're right. rotten and in the garbage. Right, and so that $500 that's quote-unquote extra, 
Just give it a job. What do you want to do? Do you want to save for something? Are you trying to pay off debt? Do you have a big expense coming up? Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, if you are doing your budget, like there's probably a good chance you will have, in a sense, extra money after you take care of everything. Right. That is the money that you use. After your basic expenses. Yeah. That's the money that you use for your current financial goal. Exactly. Whether that's, you know, saving, you know, paying off debt, getting a starter rainy day fund. Yep. Yeah, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, in a sense, you'll, you'll have that extra that Amanda was talking about. But it goes towards your current goals. Mm-hmm. So it's not extra. And then you're using it. It's working hard for you for exactly the goals that you want it to be. And you know it's doing exactly what you want it to do. Your money's working for you, not against you. And that's the whole point. That you get to use the bananas the way you want to use the bananas. Not you get to the end of the month and I really wanted that banana bread. Where did all those bananas go? Right. That's all. This is what this is all about. So you use your money to do what you want to do with it. Exactly. That you get your goals taken care of. All right. So those are the five steps. The five steps of t- of making sure your bananas are used well and that your money is used well. Right. More importantly, that your money is used well. So let's quickly review the five steps again. First, you're going to ID the income available to you. Second, you're going to think about the unique month ahead. Third, you're going to take all those dollars and you're going to assign them specific jobs inside your budget. Four, you're going to review and tweak, make sure it all looks good now that it's all laid out inside your budget. And step five, you're going to double check that you've spent every dollar, you've given it a job, it's where it should be, and that you have nothing left over. This is called zero-based budgeting. Bingo, bango, eat a banana with a mango. (laughs) There it is, everybody. The best way to take care of your bananas and your money. Mm -hmm. And we've got a freebie for all of you who have stuck with us in this episode. Go to walletwind.com slash one. And that's where you're going to find the show notes and a free budget worksheet. That's right. So when you are assigning those specific jobs, this worksheet will not only give you a big old list of categories, budget categories to use, it'll even, if you want, you can you can type right into it and it'll add everything up and keep all the math going and make sure that you do end up budgeting every single dollar that you end up at zero. So again, you can get that with the show notes at walletwin.com slash one. Because this is episode one. Yep. That's the number one. Followin.com slash one. Hey, we'd love if you'd leave a review in the iTunes Apple Podcast Store. Those five-star reviews are great, and reviews really help other people find this show. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Walletwin program at walletwin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.